Lift every voice and sing Till earth and heaven ring Ring with the harmonies of liberty Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies let it resound loud as the rolling going on to all our kings and queens out there welcome to another episode of the Wakanime nation podcast i'm your host isagi joined by the homie hook what's going on bro what's good another week back glad to be talking how you doing i'm doing all right man just got through watching this fight this past weekend and <laughs> it, it went the way i told you it was gonna go our, you make it sound like you knew that was gonna happen. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't make that bet. Like I, like I said, like I would be hurting right now. You would have. You would have been hurting in multiple ways. I would have definitely been on a come up though. But I, I didn't expect him to get knocked out. I don't know. That's what. That's what's shocking to me. Like, I mean, he did. You didn't expect him to get knocked down. Knocked that's down, what yeah. you mean. Yes. I, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, Tyson Fury. He was. He was putting the paws on him all. I mean, I mean, but he's heavier though, so you know, it was sort of like. Expected. Okay, Deontay Wilder said out of his own mouth, most of the most of the people I fought are heavier than me. So in a heavyweight division, that has nothing to really do with it. You show up and you just got to show out. But for Deontay Wilder's case, I hope he bounces back. I hope this is a round three um, type of or a match three type of deal. And yeah, um, I say one one of the great things people don't realize about Ali. Ali lost fights, but he ended up beating, coming back and beating most of the people he lost to. So, anywho, with that said, let's get into talking about this anime. We got some good stuff for you guys. Once again, this is kind of our our final podcast, right, Hook? Pretty much on, on our Black History Month theme, yeah. So today we're going to talk about Cannon Busters. So, or yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah. see. We go. We gonna see. <laughs> yeah, so you can find that definitely on Netflix for anybody who is looking to, I don't know, watch and kind of understand the opinions or what we're gonna talk about today. Before we get into that, the anime awards, the winners were announced. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like we're gonna talk about that and I'll draw you a sword of keep it sheath segment. Is th- is that right? Yeah, yeah, you know, the po- the post Valentine's Day, you know. You know, we had the anime awards show. So uh, there were some things that I saw that were pretty interesting. Some things I was shocked about. We were going to chop it up. So uh, you ready yet or you not? <laughs> let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. All right. So uh, there was a whole bunch of topics. There was something for everything. Let's start with this. Uh, do you want to draw your sword or keep your sheath on the industry icon? Keep it moving. Let's keep it sheath. Keep it moving. All right. Draw your sword and keep a sheath on best ending sequence. Keep a sheath. Dang I'm sorry. Man. I just, that's kind of two in a row I don't want to talk about. But I appreciate you giving me the option. All right. Oh, so uh, best drama. Keep your sword. I mean, draw your sword or keep a sheath. 
let's let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about that one. So this one, uh, they had Babylon, Carol and Tuesday, Fruit Basket, Stars Align, The Promised Neverland, and Vinland Saga. And uh, how, how do you feel about that? Or I'll give you your time to talk. Hmm. I, I think the the winner the they chose the right the right anime. I was glad that Vinland Saga won this one. I think it definitely was um, the best drama of 2019, which is good. Uh, I haven't seen Carol on Tuesday, but it was all over the Anime Awards this year. And I feel like maybe I'm missing out on something that's really good. But yeah, Villain Saga, I'm, I'm pretty happy that they won. Uh, I think it deserved to win just because of the one amount of episodes they came in they or they put in. I guess as a close second, I would have went with The Promised Neverland, but it was not as long as Villain Saga. So I think they got it right. Well, um, yeah, yeah, I, I I also agree with the villain saga. Uh, spoilers. Uh, it was about the drama was about like some some guy killing his father in a most cheap and horrid way, and then somehow turned to be his father figure, and then his father figure ended up getting killed, and then you know, it, it's a crazy story. But uh, I, I would highly recommend you watching it. Um, but yeah, uh, compared to everything that was up there, um, I agree with you. I even though I haven't fully watched The Promised Neverland. It was a close second, but I was like, whenever I saw saw the villains, like I was like, so that that's a win right there, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad that that was the best drama. It was crazy. All right, so moving on to the next topic, we got uh, draw your sword to keep a sheath on best opening sequence. Nah, let's keep a sheath. Uh, draw your sword to keep a sheath on best fantasy. Now I want to draw my sword on that. <laughs> Bubba bang. <laughs> All right, so how, how do you feel about that? Uh, it's Promised Neverland, The Ascendance of the Bookworm, Astro Lost in Space, Attack on Titan Season 3, and Demon Slayer. So as amazing as I thought The Promised Neverland was, I, it, it was really good anime. For best fantasy, honestly, there was only two that was worthy, Attack on Titan Season 3 mm. and Demon Slayer. Speak on it. I would give this to Attack on Titan Season 3. And in all honesty, I feel like this was kind of like a a sympathy a sympathy victory or a vote for the Promised Neverland. But Attack on Titan season three, this one season, not only did it get better from like that amazing end that we had or amazing finale we had the season two finding about finding out about Aaron being the coordinate, but they tied up a lot of loose ends. And a lot, they closed kind of like a lot of like plot questions that we had from season one and season two. And they gave us good action sequences and good like animation as well as like emotional, I guess, sequences and stuff like that. So I, I thought Attack on Titan season three as a whole, like it was, it was the best fantasy story of 2019. I, they got this wrong. Mm. Fight me. Okay. I mean, uh, when I saw the topics, I, I was like, it has to be Attack on Titan or Demon Slayer. And yeah, you you hit Attack on Titan for the right reasons. Like, it closed a lot of plot holes and it, it built the story more. But I also thought Demon Slayer had a chance to win as well. Because uh, it's just in a world of demons. Even though it's a, a topic you hear a lot, um, just with like the breathing styles and, you know, how, how like it had like the, the best action scenes and all the other stuff like that. Like the animation was crisp. I thought it had a chance to win. But um. Yeah, Promise Neverland. I guess 
I don't know. Maybe it was just like, yeah, you, we can't have it all the same. You know, we got to spread out the awards, you know. So they, they, they give away some of the lower ones. Like, all right, cool. You can get this one. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, it was great. It was great. But come on now. What Attack on Titan Season 3 did, and even oh. Demon Slayer, it was, it was just better. I think my one knock against The Promised Neverland is that it was so short. Hmm. But it is, it, so is it short. bad to be short, but to still be in the conversation? This is season one. Come on now. <laughs> if if other animes are dropping 24, 25 episodes just for their first season, and you animate 12 or 13 or however many it was, come on now. It that it has to snap. Like, it got to slap every mm. single episode. Mm. I mean, if you ain't got the budget for it, you know, I guess you're like, you know, we'll, we'll play it small here, you know, do what we can. I guess. Go ahead, Hook. We can move on. All right. So, uh, next topic would be Joy Sword of Keep a Sheath on Best Comedy. Keep a Sheath. Uh, best Couple? <laughs> couple? I want to keep that sheath. <laughs> what? All right. Um, best Fight Scene. Joy Sword of Keep a Sheath. Oh, let's draw swords over this. You know, okay. we love a good. We know a good. We love a good boxing match. We right. love a good one. So, uh, it was out of the. It was, it was out of Demon Slayer, and it, it was. It was also JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Attack on Titan, Mob Psycho, Villain Saga, and Ashua Maruku versus Taimat of the uh, Fate Grand Order. I definitely think they got this wrong as well. Oh. Yeah. Demon Slayer, Tanjiro, and Nezuku fighting against um, Ryu. I mean, that, was, that was a good fight. That was a really he good didn't fight. Win, we, he didn't win. Yeah. I mean, but we got we got some real good combination techniques. And for me, the fight was the fight was great, but I was actually more like shocked and excited about what happened after the fight when we got introduced to Hashira's. So, I don't know. The fight was amazing. I think the best fight was Thorfinn versus Thorkel Oh, from Venla Saga. Oh. Okay. Yes, I, I was shocked to hear you say that. No, I, I think that was definitely the best fight. One, they had like a part one. And, I mean, this past weekend, we're coming off of the, the big boxing match between Tyson Fury and Wilder. So Thorfinn <laughs> and Thorkel, it, it kind of had a type of vibe. They had that first fight where um, homeboy, he got his fingers chopped off and he, he did bad at eye. He did bad at eye. Yeah. Um, but this was like that part two that we got. And it was more epic than the part one fight we got. I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I loved how it ended. It didn't end with like a definitive winner. Um, Thorfinn had to, yeah, he had to take some advice from the guy that he quote unquote hated in order to beat this guy. It was it was just amazing overall, as well as the drama surrounding that fight. Definitely, I would give it to Thorfinn and Thorkel over everybody else. Okay, I mean, I feel like it was also wrong as well. Like, I feel like the hype ended up winning it for for Demon Slayer, but I think it was Levi versus the Beast Titan. Like the whole setup, like Beast Titan setting it up, where like it was basically, you know, y'all are all getting killed. Like he took out the horses, he split everybody up. He had it where it was all in his corner, and then like Captain Irvin and Levi were just like, "We gotta do what we gotta do." Like, like how many times you seen Irvin just like put his life on the line, and like even he might not even make it. He's just like, "We just gotta do it." 
I guess. The thing with that fight, Hook, I think the drama surrounding that fight is what made it good, not the actual fight itself. What? Because it it wasn't really a fight. Levi was just going ham. <laughs> and, I mean, Hannah, I, I mean, I mean, the Beast Titan versus Levi. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Like it was just like, all right, like you, the Beast Titan didn't even land a hand on him. He was just like he, yeah. I mean, but the Beast Titan isn't known to be a fighter, like. So it is what it is, but just the fact that like the Beast Titan had everything in, in in his in his side to win, like and then ended up turning like maybe I'm just an underdog person. I'm just like all right, and I've been hating the Beast Titan for the longest because like ever since season one, I'm just like who is this one Titan that can just do whatever he wants, and he feels like he somewhat controls people at the same time. So it's interesting to figure out who he is, and in season three, you find out the sort of connection to everybody. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I just want to see Attack on Titan win something. I think so. That's that's what it is, because they're they're in like fourth or fifth place, in my opinion. Oh my gosh! We could agree. Next topic. Um, best. Would you like draw your sword? Keep a sheet on best character design. Let's keep a sheet. Uh, draw your sword or keep a sheet on best animation. Hmm. <laughs> this guy. You unsure? Let's let's uh, uh, let's keep a sheet. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's a hard one. All right. Um. Let's see. Let's go with uh, best score. Let's keep that sheet. However, the winner was, who I think, Carol on Tuesday, right? For what? Best score. Yeah, but it, but it's a it's an anime about music, so you sort of expect that. Like, I, I know. That's why I'm like, <laughs> come on, guys. This is about music. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. You know, if they don't have music, I don't know how they win all these awards. Uh, let's go with best director. Try sort or keep a sheet. I think they got this right. It was spot on with Attack on Titan. So let's keep this sheath. No need to even discuss. They did a All really right. good job with that. Jerry, sort of keep a sheath on best boy or girl? Uh, let's keep a sheath. <laughs> best antagonist? Draw your sword. Oh, I, I, I knew you would do this. <laughs> yeah, I was... When we, we talked about this in a previous podcast episode, and when it came to antagonist... Isabella was in my top two as well as Asclat. I'm so happy Isabella won. I didn't think it would happen, but I'm very I'm, I'm I think they got it right. And this that other category where Promise Neverland won felt like that was like a pity a pity award. But this category for best antagonist they definitely deserved it. Like deserved it. Isabella she comes off. We were introduced to her. She's like this nice character taking care of all the kids out of the goodness of her heart. And then we find out she's actually the lady cold. She cold on the inside. Like, is she a savage? And she she basically sacrificing these little kids so she could survive. And then <laughs> the main characters, they think they like outsmarting her. And she has this like, how do I call it? I would say she's unbothered. She has this whole unbothered look about her the entire anime. <laughs> it's like she's like, I know y'all scheming and y'all up to stuff, but I'm just better at it than y'all are. And I know what you're doing. Like, and then at the end, that like big reveal where we, we find out about her past. I just it was she was a well-rounded, I think, written character as a villain. And I'm glad she won. Very good, very good pick. I mean, I, I didn't have that picked. Uh, there was Garu in this category. I was like, eh, he wasn't really a good antagonist. And then they had uh, Overhaul. Uh, he was decent. He was even though he was in like basic, 
overall. He was. Beast. He he he's a more simpler version of of, of of the main antagonist. So I mean, yeah, I, I, I went with Villain Saga. Like like, it was just his character. It was perfect. Like he was like a villain, but he was like a father figure at the same time. And it's hard to see yeah. that as, as like an antagonist for what for for, for Ascalad. Like he just I don't know. He he fit the character of an antagonist. It was maybe it was a story the way it was driven. Like he he drove the story. He made sure that it connected. I, I but I don't know if he's really like an antagonist at the end of the day. But yeah, yeah he didn't feel like it in my in my opinion. He there the the one complaint I have about Villain Saga, but I, I'm getting over it because technically this was like a prelude to the real thing. Is that the main character, <laughs> like? To me, he wasn't really the main character th- throughout the second act or a second part of the anime. It was Asclad. There was a, a good, I would say, five or six episodes where I didn't care what Thorfinn was doing. I was just like, I don't know. Why. He was an attack he dog. Going? He was like, you know what? You know, I need you to go kill him. Like, just take care of it for me. And then yeah. I might give you a chance to fight me. I might. I'm like, dang. Exactly. I was I was more intrigued than drawn than Pi. What Asclat was doing, he he was like the main character, and it, I mean it says a lot about the writer. I think it takes a lot for you to get invested into like someone other than the main character's story. So yeah, I agree. Mm. All right, um, you want to draw your sword, keep a sheath on best protagonist. Let's. I'll draw my sword on this. All right, so you have Sinku. Who was who was part who was one? Then you have uh, Emma, then I don't know that one. Saitama, uh, and Tanjiro. It was it was Sinku who won this one. Mm. So <laughs> this is tough. This one was very tough for me because it, you don't in like my, science. In my honest opinion, Sinku and Saitama were kind of like at the bottom. What? Um, yeah. But I can I can understand why Senku won because he's he's the definition of he's like he's what everyone would want in a protagonist. But there was no growth with his character. There was no change with his character. I felt like Tanjiro was the best protagonist of last year. To see what he went through, I mean the tragic like him losing his family, how tragic that was, and. It he evolving from that, becoming stronger, and then trying to fit into this world as a demon slayer, and then he finally runs in with the guy, um, Mitsubishi or however you say his name. <laughs> like seeing Tanjiro's growth as a like protagonist, I I just thought he he's it, he's it, he's it. Like yeah, he makes Deku look like trash. Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, it happened. I mean, I said it. Uh, you're very offensive right now. I just want you to know that. I said it. Let me put on my Isabella face, unbothered. Hmm. I mean, I, I I sort of agree with you because uh, like like I do agree with you. Like, like it was because they didn't grow. Sinku didn't grow, and he was just the same character. Like he always outwitted everybody. So I mean, he did. He had people around him that he trusted, but it's just he didn't personally grow or develop into a uh, I would say a better character in Tanjiro. Like. He learned how to just defeat demons just so that he can, you know, have a chance to save his sister. So I, I can't argue there. I, 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 I'll, I'll let you have that. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was, it was it was out of out of those three for me. Yep, know. I agree. 
definitely had to be out of those three. All right. So for the main topic, anime of the year award, do you want to draw your sword or keep a sheet before I, you know, go any further? Maybe you just don't care for it. No, no, no. I definitely care about this. I'm even shocked you gave me a choice. We're going to draw our swords over this. Demon Slayer, Carolyn Tuesday, Mob Cycle 100. I'm sorry. Hook, hook. You can stop. You're just going to cut me off. Villain Saga. They got it right at Demon Slayer. There was no other anime. If you ask any person who's watched like multiple animes, Mob Psycho was good. Promise Neverland, Vinland Saga. I haven't seen Carol on Tuesday, but Demon Slayer. My goodness. It was the most well-rounded anime. It gave you good action. It gave you good fights. It gave you a good protagonist. Gave you a good antagonist. Um, it the soundtrack. Wait, wait. So, so who, who is the antagonist in, in, in Demon Slayer? Um, Mitsubuchi, or however you say his name. Oh, the, oh yeah, the one the, who, who ends up giving out his blood and stuff. Yeah, the main demon. I mean, that whole episode when Tanjiro finally runs into that man. <laughs> Tanjiro went out I was like, oh dang, that nose yeah. it gets you in trouble, boy. I know that nose. You better chill out. You better chill out. Um, but yeah, um, that anime was amazing. And I remember with me, I remember watching the first three episodes or two episodes, and for some reason it didn't stick. I was just like, ah, what's going on? But I think stuff was going on in life, and I, I just <laughs> had to handle that. But bro, when I jumped back into this, I could not stop. I had to keep going. And out of all these animes, there are only two of them. Where like once that last episode stopped, and you you gotta just go to the manga and keep reading. Demon Slayer was one of them. Promise Neverland was the other. But Demon Slayer, Doctor was, Stone was yeah. one of them too. You know, it 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 was. I actually it was it was Doctor Stone <laughs> was definitely one of them. But they they weren't even nominated. But Demon Slayer, come on, it is the anime of the year. Give them their Oscar. Give them their popcorn. Give them whatever whatever type of trophy you got for them. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I wanted to put, put like, there was Vinland as well. That was the second for me. But uh, it just, I don't know. Like, yeah, because the main main character wasn't really the main character throughout the whole show. So I was like, Demon Slayer had the right to win it. Um, Yeah, it's, it's nice that they have, like, three, well, they have, like, four characters, and it builds, and they grow. And, um, yeah, and it was it was also, like, on like on Twitter, it was, it was number one. Was it number one? Or was it just... just trending for a while that that episode with him and um nezuku fought um that guy that was it it was all over the internet so many people were like going crazy over it yeah like it's, it's just demon slayer demon slayer took over twitter and instagram that day it, it was bananas it was bad it, it was crazy yeah i mean it was trending so it, it had the appeal to like for everybody so I guess it was an easy category when, like, you sort of know what it was before we even went into it. I'm just like, yeah, they sort of won it. But I need somebody else to sort of, like, give them some fight. Like, you don't want to see just an easy win for the for the top award. That's a, that's a good point. I, I definitely do think there was some competition up there. Vinland Saga was amazing. Um, and Vinland Saga, to me, didn't have, like, a normal type of anime rollout. It's on Amazon Prime, which is yeah. which is very different. Very different. I was shocked. I was like, "What is this?" I saw it always being being like, "Like it's like you should watch this." I'm just like, 
no, I'm not. And I just watched that first episode. I was like, you know what? I think I should watch this. Yes, yes. I mean, especially with the slave. Oh my god, I thought he was gonna make it. They were like, nah, nah. Yeah. You try to kill him. You try to kill the king. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, is that all you have for me, Hook? Yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah, that was our whole segment. So uh, we can get into what we really came in for, which is yeah, cannon busters. Cannon busters. You're afraid. Yeah. So for those who don't know, this is an anime that you can watch immediately by just going to Netflix, typing in Cannon Busters with, you know, two ends, and hit play. And this was created by LaShawn Thomas. He's he's a black writer and producer for a lot of like animated TV shows, but this is pretty much his baby. Um other projects he's worked on. He's done some work on what Boondocks, right? Your Boondocks, the also Black Black Dynamite, uh, some other thing, other things as well. So, yeah, I was I was interested in seeing it up up front. Like I remember you sent me like the link to the uh, to the actual opening song, and I was like, okay, this is this. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like let me tell you, first and foremost, I was excited when I saw this when it came out because, like Lashawn Thomas, thank you. Like we we kind of don't get people of color in anime, so it was very it was very refreshing to see that. And the opening like song, my goodness, I've listened to that thing on the way to work a few times. <laughs> I just hit play, <laughs> I just hit play. Yeah, but the opening song is dope. Like it is really good. I think I memorized it. Mm. But, yeah. I, I haven't. I'm, yeah, as you can tell, I'm not not really good with songs sometimes. But the beats, the beats be knocking though. That's, that's what I'm there for. The beat. Oh man! <laughs> no, let me stop. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like like you, I was I was very interested in seeing it when it came out when it dropped on Netflix. I was like, all right, let me watch it. Um, and then I watched like the first three episodes, and I was just like, mm, meh. <laughs> Wait, you gotta explain that. <laughs> meh. You can't just. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh. From what I know from overview, uh, the the show is about uh, a robot being with the prince, and there's like a war breaking out in the city, and they get separated. So this is about the robot connecting back with her prince so that they can you know live live the live like they were living before. So um yeah, the first three episodes like you you start she starts off by herself and she doesn't even realize it. She has like memory like laps and stuff like that. So yes. um just seeing how like they connect. They not connect. They they collect the characters that are gonna be with mm-hmm. her. Um, they just more interesting. About, how did you feel about the character design? Because um, I can't. She she meets Philly the kid, which is who who would you say is the main character? Sorry, that's kind of two questions. Is it Philly the kid or is it her? I think it's Philly the kid, right? No, it's not. It's her. Obviously, you know how many times like they like they split up and like. Philly just ends up dying over and over again. Yeah, I guess. How did you feel about the character design? Like Philly's character, her character. I think they were drawn nice. Um, I feel like they could have not gone edgier, but they could have, you know, drawn could have been drawn with more depth to them. But it was, I feel like it was very two D, which isn't really good. Like you want to know, like have a little bit of depth behind the character and show that like you really put in time. But um, it was just interesting. Oh, okay. I got it. I, I I actually like the character design. 
it gave me once you see Sam and Philly the kid, it gave me kind of that cow cowboy bebop type of vibe. And a lot of people, I will say this, a lot of people are gonna come for me because I wasn't really too <laughs> into it because I'm not a big fan of cowboy bebop. <laughs> Just throw that out there. I mean, but you're a fan of Outlaw Stars though, which oh, is a knockoff of Cowboy it. Bebop. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not gonna do that. I pray. I'm gonna need all y'all out there to go watch out some Outlaw Star if you haven't. That oh, to me, that's definitely top one of my top ten favorite animes of all time. It's really good. It sounds like a wasted spot to me. That's what it sounds like. Going back to Philly the Kid. <laughs> So basically, Philly the Kid and Sam, I guess Sam meets up with Philly the Kid at this little bar. And Philly has this like weird ability that they like. Was that ever explained though? Kind of, sort of. I feel like it wasn't one of the episodes where it talks about, I think he there was a curse or some, a spell put on him and he can't die. So every time he he does die, he gets a number, a tattoo for however many times he has died. But he comes back alive. And he's died numerous times throughout the city, throughout the series. There's like this one time, remember when he was in the plant, kind of like a Venus flytrap? Yeah, and he just kept dying yeah. over and over again. Yeah. He kept trying uh, to fight his way out. And I'm just like, see, yeah, that's, that's how the episode I was talking about. They like they got separated and he wasn't really in the story. Good point. I see. So basically, Sam and European was the main character. Yeah. Mm, I, I get it. I give you that. So basically, Sam, she's this robot, and we find out that she she has memory loss or memory lapse, like you said. She meets up with Philly the Kid, and this anime is just about them going on a journey together. Them and they another robot. I can't remember the little robot's name. It's Cassie Turnbuckle. Oh, Cassie. That's right, Cassie. And Betsy, which is the car. Betsy, mm. I thought Betsy was pretty cool. It gave me like those Power Rangers type of vibe. Yeah, like like you like you look for those coins. Like, come on, man, we need twenty five cents. We can get out of this. I wonder how he, how like he came up with that. I don't know concept because Betsy wasn't gonna move unless you put some money in her. Yeah, I was like, dang, this is. You know what? I almost said something bad. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be good this time. You know, I'm not gonna say what I want. No, go ahead, head. speak your mind. No, no, it's Betsy cool. Was like, Betsy said, "You got to pay me." <laughs> hey, you want me to do some work you got to pay me player. exactly and i was just like dang all right that's yeah. what we doing <laughs> that's that's what we do it was it was nice though anywho it was kind of weird because this anime it was a it was a serial anime like i felt like every not every single episode mattered but obviously they were on a journey together but right. each episode felt kind of contained within itself yeah, like they weren't, they didn't carry over, over like characters that were in one episode didn't carry over to the next episode, except like yeah. the main characters. So for exactly. the main characters, they had Sam, uh, they had Cassie. Philly, they had Nine, and they had Cassie. Yeah, so those four. Yep. And Nine was 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 very funny to me because he was just like drinking all the time, but he was like one of the best fighters. Like he was like, okay, yeah, because he's yeah, part of the he, uh, he was part of some organization. I forget the organization's name. But and then he just left them. He's like, you know what? I don't really want to be a party. I just want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was definitely about that life. Like his fighting skills were out of this world. One of the, I guess, cool things, also kind of cowboy bebop ish, is that a lot of people 
I, I guess they're amputees in this world. So mm. they like some people had robot arms or robot legs or they had like robotic parts that they used to fight. But nine was straight up like he, he didn't need that. He, he didn't need any of that. Right. Like he just rolled in like, all right, uh, what's going on? <laughs> and he's just like, all right. And he, he, he never lost. Like he might like appear to be losing and he drinks more. He's like, all right, I'm, I'm warmed up now. I'm like word. He's like, pass me, a, pass me a 40. Let me, let me knock this thing out real quick. And then I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. Exactly. And then he'd be like, all right, where's another 40? I need another one. <laughs> another one. But yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. When I think about, I guess, my more, my most memorable episode in this series, there's two, two that kind of comes to mind. The first one was the episode with Cassie. And they play how Cassie goes to this like iRobot like city. Do you remember that? And Cassie like figures out that like he or she isn't the only robot. Yeah, she she basically like everybody else. She's just like, okay, yeah. And then they when they get old of them, they just throw them away. She's like, No, I think I should be thrown away. I was like, Whoa. Yeah, I I love that episode. I felt like it was very it it felt I, I felt like it was very deep or whatever. Um, it kind of goes into like Cassie and how Cassie thought like he or I don't know what Cassie is, but it wasn't unique at all. And even though like the appearance of Cassie was the same as like a lot of other people, like Cassie didn't understand the value that like it brought to Sam and Philly the kid. So I I, I like that whole episode and how it was. Did you have what I would say what was your most memorable? Um, I can't remember like everything about it. But it was one when they like f- fell down the hole, and they had to, I believe, sing in order to get them out uh, of it. Yes, Lullaby of the Stars, I think. Yeah, that was that was my episode. I guess that stuck with me. Besides the last one, when they sort of like 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 put on a cliffhanger. But yeah, because uh, they. I don't know, because like off bat, you know, Philly, he just dies. He's just like, yeah, I don't want to do it. And then boom. Got it. And then like speaking of, I guess, the last few or how this season wrapped up, like Prince Toji, he he's like another he's a side character. But we found out like him and Sam were kind of tied together, joined together. They were, they were best friends. Yo, so, I, I was actually let down by that. I was like, I, like she like she like her memories made it seem like he was like the nicest person he was you know this person he's like i just lost my dad he was very self-absorbed in his own world and he didn't care about anything else that didn't affect him i so. did not like his character the so he i was indifferent about him as they were like going through this like entire show and then maybe the last two or three episodes like once sam and prince toji actually meet up I hated his character. Like you said, it was self-absorbed. Um, he didn't realize that Sam was, you know, his friend, like he claimed she was. He was treating her like a normal robot, and I get it. I get it. But, yo, I did not like Toji's character at all. Oh, how, how do you feel about the... Uh, an- how do you feel about the antagonist? You're talking about the the 12 or whatever those the group of people are called? No, I'm t- talking about the uh, the purple, well, the, the 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 demon that came in to, to, to and actually killed his father. He's trying to be oh. his sister. Uh so 
Yeah, with the main villain. So this is kind of my, I guess, lowlights of the show. <laughs> so I like, this is going down the rabbit hole of, of being lost. Let's figure this out. Yeah, I like the main villain and the motivation of the villain and all that. It wasn't fleshed out enough to me. I didn't really understand completely the purpose of the villain, like taking over or trying to take over the city and still like the, it, it was just a lot. It was a lot. I felt like because the, all the episodes kind of were contained, it was hard to me to follow at times, if that makes sense. Yeah. I understand. Like, like they weren't like one story. So you're like, okay, you thought of them as each individual episode instead of like one series. Even though yeah. they all dropped at once and it was nice, it was just like, yes. I don't know, it didn't break. So, so kind of going off of what I think is one of the greatest space animes of all time, which is Outlaw Star. So Outlaw Star, each episode kind of had its own little plot, but the subplot of each episode would like relate it to the overarching story and their overall mission. I felt like in this anime, the mission that... Um, I think Philly the Kid and Sam was on, as well as Cassie. It was so vague. It was like they're going on a mission. To, I felt like they were going on a mission to kind of find something. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't really know what they were looking for or what they were trying to find. It was just so general. It's like, yeah, we're just on a road trip to find them. Like, eh, we might get there, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, until we got to the end. When and then everything just rushed out. together. I was just like, oh. Yes. So I was like, it, it felt like everything was rushed. It felt like the, like Bleach, the ending of Bleach, how it just <laughs> felt rushed to me. And I mean, I would even, yeah, it just felt like the ending of Bleach felt rushed. I didn't really get what was going on that, like the last, like final conflict, especially when Philly the kid was going through his foolishness. And we find out his motivation was kind of to assassinate the the prince so and then sam was freaking out and we find out sam is a golem and like they explain it but they don't explain yeah like like, she's like an ancient golem that was lost but not really lost because she's right there (laughs) i was like like, okay and then they're like there's more out there i'm like okay what's what's happening yeah the main villain i i i didn't really care too much for um, I didn't really understand his motivation, and the ending was kind of felt rushed to me. So yeah, I feel I wish they would have taken their time a little bit, and I wished in all the episodes, especially like the first half of the season, maybe episode one through six, like there was always some type of reminder to us as the audience of what their actual goal was, yeah, other than be- just to be on this adventure. Well, like for me, for episode after episode seven, I was just like, I made it this far. Let me just finish it out. And like every episode, I was like, man, I don't know, Hasagi. I might not be able to finish this. Like, is it is just it is what it is. Like, do I want to finish it? That opening song only works. T- only takes me so far. And once that ends, I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> after that, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It 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 was it was tough. Overall, what would you rate this on our system? Academy. <laughs> what? Take it back. You, don't, don't even waste your time, man. 
Don't. What? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I mean, oh. Hook, hook, explain. Please explain. <laughs> it just, it, it just didn't captivate me. I was just, I, I hated like the last episodes. I'm just like, like when they were explaining stuff, I was just over it at that point. I'm just like, why, why do I keep watching the next episode? I'm like, I just wanted to be done. So it stops recommending me to watch this when I'm not interested in it. Wow. Look, I, I'm kind of stunned. What would you rate it at? I, actually, I'm not stunned. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not because I I'm at I'm at academy level, but I think they mastered the they mastered the clone jutsu <laughs> just a, a little bit because the yeah, animation the one was good. I know the clone jutsu, not even shadow clone, just the normal clone jutsu. I think they mastered that. I would say is getting only because like that opening song was fire. <laughs> that song, we're on our way. We're on our way. Yeah, I, I'll give a getting level. Uh, it was just, it was difficult. It was really difficult for me to follow just because I was not reminded of the, I was just like, what are we doing? What is Philly doing each and every episode? <laughs> why is he always dying, dog? Like, yeah. he figured it out. I was like, yeah, I was like, why are we here? And I guess what this, what this kind of, what this anime did for me at least is it stress, I guess, in storytelling, the importance that the audience is continually like reminded of what the main character's like motivation and goal is, and that's something that was missing for most of this show. And I mean, a lot of people we we kind of we give shit to a lot of the shows like One Piece and Naruto and Black Clover. Because um, their motivations are pretty simplistic. I want to be the pirate king. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, that that's a great mission. I just want you to know. I want to be the strongest Hokage of all time. Okay. Basic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want I want all the magic knights to acknowledge me, and I'm going to be the wizard king. It's like we it's it's simple, but at least we know. With each and every episode, what the character is working towards. I I mean, I think that's best though when you're making something is like you want a simple, like goal so that like your pe- like the people that are like following it can understand it. Like when 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 the goal becomes complex, you sort of get lost or you lose people and they lose interest. So to keep it simple, it's like okay, like like if I miss three episodes, I'm like no, Asta still wants to be the Magic King. Like uh, I I know where he's at. Exactly. Like I I get it. And we'll end it on that. Thanks to all you kings and queens for listening. To get more of the Wakanami Nation podcast by your boys, Hisagi and Hook, join the nation by hitting that subscribe button and check us out on Twitter and the gram. Peace. Sing a song full of the faith path, the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun, let us march on. Till victory